Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 71 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very refreshing episode. Today we'll be discussing the importance of protecting your peace and how to guard your space when surrounded by negativity. I'll be sharing a personal testimony with you about a time I did not protect my space and my peace was drained empty. And I tell you all about the toll that that took on me. It's important to know that your peace is directly connected to your sanity. Many times we don't realize how viable it is until we're distressed or drowning in chaos. Before we jump into story time, first, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one. It truly goes a long way. And hey, as you know, there is nothing more powerful than a recommendation from someone you know. So please do so. I deeply appreciate it. And thank you in advance. All right, let's kick the show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one, score! Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. I want to share a special message with all the grinders, creators, and goal seekers out there listening. I'm going to be utterly transparent with you. There are no shortcuts. There are none, and I'm sorry to tell you so. You may catch a break, but there is no such thing as taking a shortcut. I say that because sometimes in the midst of grinding and striving and hustling and creating, the road can be very, very long and narrow. And to be honest, it can get a bit lonely too. For one, because nobody truly knows the effort that you're putting in day in and day out. And it feels like nobody can relate to you or appreciate all that you are doing. As we all know, people only care about results. They only care about results. Not one or let me be nice. I should say very few people care or are interested in the process. Majority of the time, all they want 
is the finished product. And once they are done consuming it, they're ready for more. For example, to all the musicians out there listening, you could take, what, eight to ten months to create an album, right? An album worth the 60 minutes of music. Once you release it, people listen to it, and they tell you how great it was or how not so great it was. And then they ask you, when are you dropping again? Same thing with authors. It may take up to two years to write a book. People will read it in two weeks, tell you what they think about it, and then ask you, when is the sequel coming? I say all that to say this. That's the nature of the game. All right. That's the game we play. And I don't expect it to change anytime soon, if ever, to be honest with you. Which is why I want you to keep this in mind. Quality will always outlive quantity. I'm going to say that again. Quality will always outlive quantity. So whatever you're doing, day in and day out, keep going. The road is long. Yes, but the lessons you learn and the memories you create makes the ride unforgettable. There are no shortcuts, so embrace the journey. With that being said, let's jump into story time. This episode is titled, Protect Your Peace. As you know, I prefer to speak from experience because it's important that the message is authentic. So, here we go. Years ago, I started a new job. And upon entering it, I had applied for a supervisor position because of my previous experience in leadership roles. All went well in the interview. Yet the director wanted to fill me out first. So she said, after 90 days, we'll revisit the supervisor position. Right now, I would like for you to come in and learn the ropes. I understood and I weighed the upside and I decided to take the job. First 90 days We're all good. I meshed with some people. I stayed away from others. Like any typical workplace, over time, you find your footing, right? Here's the important thing I want to note really quick. Now, I know you guys hear me say this all the time about making new mistakes and not the same ones. Well, when I started this job, I knew I was going to be involved with a crew of people I knew it was going to be a team atmosphere. One of the things I told myself prior to starting is, Ty, you need to decide from the beginning. Do you want to be one of the guys or do you want to be the man? There's a big difference between the two. It really is. See, I learned from previous jobs in order to not compromise your individuality. You cannot try to be a part of the cool crew. I know it sounds elementary. 
As a matter of fact, it sounds very high schoolish. But best believe it is very common that till this day, adults are trying to fit in at their job. See, the problem with that is not only do you put yourself in a compromising position, but you can't fit in and stand out at the same time. That's just the truth of the matter. You have to decide early how you want to maneuver at the job. For me, I wasn't interested in being cool. I came in on a mission, right? 90 days passed and I was in the director's office signing the paperwork, accepting a promotion to supervisor. Once again, I came in with a purpose. Now, here's where things begin to take a turn. (laughs) Right after signing, the director took me to the office and introduced me to everyone as the new supervisor starting tonight. So let me paint this picture for you as clear as I can. There are about six or seven people around, right? Once the director said the news, I took a quick glance around and noticed about three people clapping and the rest were sitting there with a disgruntled look on their face. I never forget one of the people I thought that would for sure, for sure be happy for me. Wasn't happy at all in the moment. Granted, we talked about it later and he said that he was just in shock. I mean, many people were. Think about it, right? There were people that have been working at the job for three, four, five, eight years and wanted the same position. And here I am, a guy fresh off his 90-day probation period. Now, the tricky part to this is trying to get those same people who have been here for years to follow my lead now and listen to what I have to say. The first couple of nights, they were cool. Everybody was cool, but it was short-lived. They started to ignore my simple request, like blatantly, purposefully. Some would come in late and get upset at me for asking them why they didn't text or call me. One guy just stopped talking to me altogether. I can't make this up, guys. I'm I'm being so honest with you right now. One guy just simply stopped talking to me. Like every time I ask him something, he'll just nod or shake his head. Another person accused me of having favorites. And when I took him to the back to talk in private, he divulged to me that he was just upset at the other guy and how much he can't stand the other guy that I ended up just getting dragged into the middle of their foray. And that's just a few of the things I dealt with during the first few months of taking over. But I tell you this, there was no running to the director. Mm-mm, no, that's, that's not how I roll. See, I had to figure out on my own how to quell the chaos and restore some harmony. Thing is, that took some months to do. And during that time, I found myself turning into them. I stopped talking as much. I began to dread coming in 
because I was getting tired of being surrounded by a bunch of negative attitudes. I constantly kept my eye on the clock watching it count down because I couldn't wait to leave. It got so bad. I got into a shouting match with one of the guys because I just got tired of the games. I got fed up. But as soon as that happened, I knew I knew I was out of character. I knew that's not who I was. I knew I was unbecoming of myself. Because the last thing you want to do is stoop to someone else's level. And that's what I was doing. Everything they were doing, I was doing in a similar fashion. I was succumbing to the negativity. To the point where some nights I was seething inside. Because the job wasn't hard. It wasn't hard. It was the people that were difficult. One day, I told myself that enough is enough. I was tired of the tension that grew thicker by the shift. I was tired of feeling drained. I missed my peace. I missed myself. So here's what I did. Each night, I made the conscious effort To be myself, no matter the circumstance or the situation. I had to rise above. I had to. Because I was drowning. I was drowning in the chaos. So, I began to smile again. And I began to talk. Whether I got a response or not. I was determined to be me. And in the process, some people left. And new people came in, which helped out a great deal with the culture I was trying to develop. And some people finally came along and stopped being a nuisance on purpose. Sometimes people just want to see how far they can push you or try you. They're trying to figure out your limits. And you know what? That's what comes with being in a leadership role. Because the bulk of your job, truthfully, Is managing personalities. Some people come in angry. Some people come in sad. Some people come in happy. And all in all. Whatever feeling or emotion it is that day. You have to adapt to it. And try to make the best of it. Once I began to take things less personal. And I accepted the fact that. People have a million reasons why. They feel the way they feel. Or do the things they do. That burden that was weighing me down. Began to slowly fall off my back. And even though it took some time to learn that lesson. I'm glad I did. Which is why my number one advice in regards to protecting your peace. Is do not take anything personal. Do not take anything personal. Personal, whether it's your family, your friends, especially at your job. Don't ever let your work affect you at home. That's a big no no. That's a big, big, big no no. Now, I know when you hear me say that, you're like, Ty, if it was only that easy. Trust me, I know. I absolutely know. As you just heard, I've been there. I've been through that, which is why I'm able to tell you today 
how to hopefully avoid it, or if you're dealing with it, how to pour yourself out of it. It may not be easy, but it's necessary. It's necessary that you do not take things personal for your own good, for your own sanity. So please, I'm encouraging you to try it. It's a practice. It's not something you're going to get overnight. It's not something you're going to figure out in one week. It is something you're going to have to constantly practice every time the opportunity arise. Just try it. Because let me let you in on a little secret. And I don't ever want you to forget this. I want you to remember this. Are you ready? Remember that every action that someone take is rooted from somewhere. And majority of the time, wherever it's coming from, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. I'm going to say it one more time. Please remember that every action that someone takes is rooted from somewhere. And majority of the time, wherever it's coming from, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. More times than not, you are the scapegoat to someone else's underlying issue or unresolved pain. Keep that in mind for your own peace of mind. Okay? All right. With that being said, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, and something for you to do. Why? Because you deserve to treat yourself. You deserve a slice of your own pie. So you know what? Grab a fork. It's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch is one of my new favorite movies. Godzilla vs. Kong. I really, really enjoy this movie. For anybody out there who's into the monsters, you know, there can only be one apex monster. And this movie was really good. I really enjoy the storyline. As you know, throughout the movie, we're looking for the scenes when Godzilla and Kong, you know, come into each other's uh, vicinity and and fight and battle. But outside of that, the storyline was really good. I love how they incorporated Hollow Earth. I I, I love talking about Hollow Earth. I, I love learning about Hollow Earth. I love everything Robert Bird said about Hollow Earth. So when they incorporated that into the storyline and into the movie, I was like, oh, y'all don't want me over. So please check it out. Godzilla vs. Kong is really good, guys. Really good. It's on HBO Max. Please tune in. You'll enjoy it. A great watch. All right. Now for something to read. What I would like for you to read is the latest blog on EmpowerHerStory.com. And here's why. Not only because it's great and useful information, it is something that we can all relate to. So if you go over to EmpowerHerStory.com, the latest blog is titled Five Activities You Can Do to Crush Your Monthly Goals. Now, here at Let's Give the Small Talk, we talk about goal seeking and goal season all the time and grinding and striving and thriving. So you know what? This is for you. 
Here are five activities that you can do to crush your monthly goals. Number one, reflect. Number two, brain dump. Number three, set smart goals. Number four, create a routine. Number five, list your affirmations. Alicia does a great job going into detail on each and every one of those five things, which is why I want you to go to empowerherstory.com right now and check out the latest blog. Once again, it's titled five activities you can do to crush your monthly goals. If you out there, you thriving, you striving, you grinding, you hustling, you goal seeking. This is for you. Check it out. Tune in. All right. Now for something to do. What I would like for you to do is get outside, get outside and jump some rope. I told you guys I was going to be recommending a lot of outdoor activities this week. Alicia started jump roping. I followed suit and it feels good. It makes the heart smile. So please get out there, get a little cardio in and make your heart smile. All right. Because the goal is what? The goal is to grow old. So you have to take care of your heart. It's important. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoy this episode, please text this link to one person in your phone so they can enjoy it as well. Thank you in advance. Before you leave, I like to leave you with this quote. Do not let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace. Thank you. <laughs>